mamas, this is Naisha, and you're listening to the Call Me Mama podcast, a place where mamas meet to laugh, cry, and just hear some relatable mama content. We're building a community here. Thank you for tuning in. On today's episode, I wanted to talk to y'all about the importance of self-care in mamahood. I can't even begin to tell you the countless conversations that I've had with other, with other mamas regarding the difficulties of balancing our lives, just with motherhood in general, all of the different layers that comes with that, and then throwing in our womanhood in there. <laughs> just the resounding message that I'm getting are that mothers are just putting themselves last. We get so caught up in the day-to-day balancing mamahood, our outside relationships, the household. The list just goes on and on and on. You know, there are so many mamas who work outside of the home. And there are many who are working in the home as stay-at-home moms because we all know that's a job in itself. And some, some mamas are doing both. Like, they're at home and also working remote positions. It's just... So much going on all the time. It's a constant level of just being in tune with everything and everyone around you. And then throw in the side hustles that there's so many moms trying to accomplish to have that flexibility and that freedom for themselves to be able to be even more present for their family. It just seems as if we just tend to lose sight of the things that we need, us mamas how important it is to have the time for ourselves to be able to reflect inward and do the things that genuinely fill our cup. Like think about all the things that you did before becoming a mama. You know, just being able to enjoy a glass of wine in peace, you know, (laughs) read a book without interruption or go for a nice stroll outside, getting a fun workout in, going for a hike, doing some yoga, or just chilling on the couch with no interruptions, you know, like we take those things for granted. Now I look back on my exam. <laughs> all the things, all of those things I just listed were things that I loved prior to becoming a mama. I mean, they're definitely still things that I do love now, but uh, it just now at this point in my life, schedules are just so much tighter so where do we fit it all in, right? It's, it's funny because I'll be making plans, um, you know, for myself or like friends of mine will try to like schedule things with me. And I'm like, oh, let me check my schedule. And I'm over here looking at my schedule and my son's things to do are on there. So it's not only my schedule that I'm navigating. It's my son's schedule, my husband's schedule, just work schedule, all this extra stuff, extracurricular things. Where do I find time to do things for myself, right? And trust me, I understand there's a huge privilege for mamas that have the support to be able to take the time for themselves. And, you know, truth be told, not everyone has that. So how do we, how do we figure out a space for ourselves? I saw this great video of a mama explaining how she took her time back in a way of doing things that she enjoyed while her kids were around or awake. So I know for myself, I would always uh, try to plan things on getting things done when my son napped. And 
we all know that that you you could like have a whole list of things like all right I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that like let's say let's say that you set aside things in your head that you're gonna do when your your children are napping and not related to the household tasks right let's say you said okay I'm gonna do some stretches or throw on you know a YouTube workout or something your kid goes to sleep after giving you uh, the hardest time to take a nap by the time they finally fall asleep are you even in the mood to do it anymore to <laughs> to work out anymore or to even sit down for some time for yourself I know for me I would literally lay next to him and scroll social media and sometimes I would fall asleep with him so it's it's as much as it's great to schedule things in there and I and I do agree with scheduling things in there because sometimes you have to like put it on people's schedules like specifically for me I tell my husband or I'll put it on his calendar like if I have a yoga class that I committed to um or you know time with friends I'll add it on his calendar so he knows not to book his himself out cuz that kind of seems to be a, another you know resounding message of dad's having the luxury of just making plans and just expecting the the kids in the house to just be taken care of, right? Like, why can't mom do that? So when I saw this video of the mom just saying that she, she would just start working out. She would set up her little workout gear and she would do her little workout um, while her kids were there. And it worked for her. Sometimes I think that we don't understand or realize that in order to take time for ourselves, we we need to take back that time and space. We need to kind of demand that time and space. And it's hard. It's so hard. The mom guilt is real. I like 1000% understand that sentiment. I'm over here like smacking my hand like, yes, like I know I, I'm like preaching to myself, right? But I know that I'm not the only one who feels that way of feeling that guilt of you feel like you're leaving your kids behind when you go and do something, you know, going to hang out with your girlfriend, going to get your nails done, going to get your hair done or doing those things. And um, I think it's just a hurdle that we need to kind of climb over. If you have the, the opportunity to do those things for yourself, I say don't second guess it and do it because it really does help with your mental health being able to kind of feel a sense of normality and not, you know, no shade or hate on moms who don't do that because they don't want to like, and that's fine. If you feel completely um, fulfilled by just being at home and being with your kids and your family, that's great. I think that's the goal. The goal of, for all moms is to be in the mental space of feeling fulfilled because I always say this and I know it's kind of, cliche thing to say, but you cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot run on fumes as there's so many, there's so many of us who do it. I know I'm guilty of it. And when you're at that point, you're not, you're not your best self. And if you can't be your best self, you're not going to be your best mom. You're not going to be your best friend, sister, wife, whatever. So I think that that is something that is so important for moms to know and understand that it is okay to take the time for yourself. So I 
I will be honest, I didn't start doing stuff for myself until my son was at least like over a year old. And it was because I didn't understand that I could do those things. I didn't realize that I could be able to go to a, a you know gym class or this is, you know, pre-COVID when life was still moving and you were able to kind of, you know, go to these, go out and about in crowds, right? And go shopping or whatever. But Sometimes my, my husband would be like, yo, go get your nails done. <laughs> like, go do something and take that time for yourself. And I would feel so guilty. I would feel so guilty about leaving him. But I finally realized that I would feel so much better about myself when I was able to practice self-care. I started practicing things at home from, while my son was awake, like doing a fun workout my, one of my girlfriends, she's actually a yoga instructor. Um, so we would FaceTime. She lives in Florida. And we would literally FaceTime. Um, and she would she would do workouts with me. And here's my son in the background, like, grabbing my weights or, like, climbing over me or under me, whatever. And she would just crack up and we would just do it. We would just work out together. It, I mean, and she... I would just push through. She'd be like, don't worry, just keep, if you can, you know, just keep doing what you're able to do. I would even grab him and start working out with him. Um, or even filming, you know, little YouTube videos and him in the background because that's what life is, right? Or writing in my journal, even though it would be kind of, I couldn't get like a full thought out, but just the feeling of doing, of being able to go and grab my, my journal and jot down a few of my thoughts while I was able to, that was something that would just make me feel a little better in those moments. I mean, my son's a little older now. He's three and a half. So he plays a lot more independently now. So I am able to do more things and something like this, like doing my podcast um, and my interviews and stuff like that. I absolutely, this completely fills my cup and I do it when he goes to bed at night. <laughs> Like, I'm exhausted myself, but it makes me feel good to continue showing up for myself. And I think that's what has been very empowering for me. Um, you know, of course, things can be more stressful with the kids around while you're trying to get things done. But I do believe that when you continue to show up for yourself, that matters. Because when you're showing up for yourself, you're showing yourself that that word is bond, right? Like, your word is bond to yourself. You know, we're so quick to show up for everyone else. At the drop of a dime, we're there for people. We show up to things. We celebrate people. You know, we do all these other things for everyone else and tend to put ourselves on the back burner. And I don't think that's fair. I think that we now need to take that back, take that idea back of putting yourself last and flipping the switch, right? Because when you show up for yourself and you're consistent, your kids are watching. Your kids are seeing how you said you were going to do something and you did it. And I think that that's a great message to teach your children. It makes you feel good. All around, it's just good. It's great. Wonderful. So... With that being said, I, I'm curious, like, what are some ways that you practice self-care? I would love to see the different things that you do that fill your cup. Share in the comment section. I want to see it. I know if other mamas see it, they'll feel inspired themselves. 
And a lot of times just being able to do these things and uh, be in a community, be part of a community where we're all kind of going through similar scenarios in life. I think that in itself is also very healing. So thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tune in next week when I sit down with fellow empowered mama and yoga instructor, Jen Rivadanera, owner of the BX Yogi. We discuss mamahood and her interest in wellness and mental health. She is helping make yoga accessible to BIPOC communities with her practice. She encourages body positivity, we love that, and self-love. Don't forget to like, follow, share, and leave me a rating and review. Next week's interview will also be on the Call Me Mama YouTube channel on my Empowered Mama segment. And as you know, to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on my socials, my Instagram at underscore empowered underscore mama underscore and on TikTok at empowered underscore mama. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.